Welcome back to the Fastest Known Podcast. This is episode 169, and it's a special year-end review looking at the trends and highlights from 2021 with two special guests, Peter Backwin, the co-founder of Fastest Known Time, and Allison Mercer, a community partnerships manager, social media manager, and the one who answers all of the questions you send in to our info at Fastest Known Time email address. But first, some housekeeping. All FKT of the Year nominations are being closed on December 25th, 2021. Nominations and voting are happening right now, and you can find it all on fastestknowntime.com in the next one to two weeks. So please enjoy Peter and Allison discussing the trends and big stories from the world of FKTs this year. Take it away, guys. Well, 2021 is kind of a funny year like 2020 was because of the pandemic. We had an explosion of activity on the website, um, and that sort of continued into 2021, although it seems to have started to taper off. So I just conclude from that, that races must be coming back. Um, but people are still doing very cool things and, you know, creative things. And a lot of people are staying still closer to home, I think, um, because of this sort of ongoing pandemic and the latest variation variants. So, um, yeah, still a lot happening. Yeah. It's, and, uh, certainly had unintended consequences for um, our little corner of the world here on FKT. So we'll see where it goes next. First of all, I can't believe it's already December. I feel like we were just doing this last year going, oh my gosh, can you believe 2020 with everything that happened? And now it's 2021 and it's almost done. And I had no idea going into 2021 what to expect with things starting to open up, more races happening, would we still get the same um, popularity, entries, kind of intriguing FKTs. And this year was definitely not lacking from the start with um, my foot and Rob Carr doing the rim trim trim all skinny dipping in the Colorado River, the classic photo that definitely went viral. And to Stream Bean doing the Arizona FKT post holing and having uh, an adventure to say the least to the summer that brought not only long trail week after week, I felt like I was getting someone saying, all right, I'm starting my attempt and two successful FKTs with Michaela and Ben Feinson, which were just incredible efforts to, um, Timothy Olson and Carl Sabe doing their multi-day phenomenal via Alpine and Pacific Crest Trail FKTs. I mean, this year was jam-packed. I mean, I'm I couldn't believe it. And still up till today, I'm getting people going, is it too late to submit for FKT of the year? Um, also being remiss to say Jason Harrath and his hundredth FKT incredible work and ambassador for FKT and promoting it. So never a dull one here. I, every week it's who's going to be FKT of the week. What's the next big thing we're going to track. I feel like I talked to Peter Daly going, all right, did you see this? Or did you hear about this or buzz? I feel like I tell you, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah. But well, for sure the UK kept going strong. Um, we are talking, uh, Allison mentioned um, Jason Hardrath going over 100 FKTs, but this guy, David Bone from the UK, is also over 100 FKTs. 
So, um, yeah, many new routes. They have so many cool trails over there, and it's not just little crummy trails that are being added, but every week there's cool trails from the UK being added. And also, yeah, the rest of Europe, especially Germany and uh, Northern Europe, the uh, Netherlands, a lot of activity continues. So, uh, uh, yeah, not as much in South America. Um, there's kind of a little pocket in South Africa. <laughs> a lot of things going on with guys like Ryan Sands and Rhino Gazelle. Um, and they, they seem to have a really wonderful community there, tight-knit community. So there's some strong efforts coming out of South Africa. Um, and then, of course, down under, um, lots of things happening, sort of different seasons in Australia, New Zealand, but um, still a lot of activity down there. Even a few cool things happening. You know, there's a fantastic trail network in Hong Kong, and um, we've had a few really strong efforts come out of that that area as well. And uh, yeah, well, just one other trend um, I noticed was, this seems like a long-term trend, but um, more uh, women going after remote things by themselves and unsupported, um, which I think is a nice thing to see people really feeling, you know, confident and getting out into the backcountry on their own. Folks like uh, Kelly Halpin, who you have interviewed for the podcast and, and several others who put up some really strong times on various mountains and uh, difficult re uh, remote routes. Yeah. And to me, I, I just, it makes me happy to see that um, young women feeling comfortable doing that on their own. Yeah. And of course the great rounds that they have, the Bob Graham, Patty Buckley and uh, Ramsey. Um, and people are coming up with new ones that are, um, really legit. Definitely. I feel like every week, like we, we were talking about every, there was some woman just going after it. We just had Alyssa Clark. Um, she was supported, but a lot of the areas in the Pinhoti trail where she set the overall, the FKT and was within hours of the overall FKT, um, a lot of remote in Alabama and Georgia navigating bushwhacking, and really taking it upon herself, um, always taking the proper safety protocols, um, even like we talked about Michaela with the long trail, and also uh, Whitney Page Pearson, who went after the unsupported um, long trail twice, and then ended up doing a double presidential traverse. Um, I mean, incredible. She also hiked, I was um, reading some of her entry, um, does a lot with her um, toddler where she carries her toddler around all the peaks in New Hampshire. I mean, they're hard enough on your own, let alone carrying your child, which is incredible to share that kind of experience. So, so she takes a lot of pictures on Instagram and is very inspiring. Um, and a lot of women will say, you know, come after my FKT and, and put these challenges to other women and, showing no fear. And it's very inspiring. We have great role models, like with Hard Rock, where our past podcast with Darcy and Gina from Trail Sisters encouraging women. So as a female trail runner myself, it's 
great to see other women getting after and feeling comfortable. And also we had our article about a woman that was doing unsupported, but had someone close by in case. It's very cool to see. And us being advocates for it, but also a resource if someone is feeling uncomfortable or has questions, you know, I'm always willing to answer those questions as a part of the role of best practices so that someone feels safe growing after an FKT, that there's no barriers. 100%, whatever I can do to encourage others to, to, as you would say, get after it. So yeah, here at FKT.com, we're doing our part for world unity. Well, yeah, uh, get after it is a good, good starting point. Um, but yeah, as we were talking about, um, you know, people trying to do things that are beyond what might necessarily be their um, comfort zone, be they men, women, or anyone, um, a good suggestion is to, you know, go talk to people who know, who have done the types of things that you're interested in. And, um, you know, mentoring in these types of activities is always a good plan. So, uh, you know, Allison mentioned uh, the folks at uh, Trail Sisters, Darcy PQ, and um, Gina, um, great people to talk to if you want to, you know, learn the skills that you need for a big FKT. Yeah. And to me, that was always kind of a big part of the, the fun of it was learning new things. Um, so that the FKT that I might've been chasing or just adventure, um, if not going for a record was just a kind of a format for me to learn something new. And, um, so I always liked that aspect of it. That's probably why I got into this whole mess in the first place. Learning new things is fun and rewarding. Oh, where do I even begin? I mean, I feel like Peter was kind of saying, do your homework. Like you say, it's not like you're doing a race where the course is marked. Knowing what points, if you're doing it unsupported, have water, where, you know, the trail braids, if there's a reroute. A lot of times we have to do our homework or we get input from the person actually doing it or the regional editor, if there are reroutes. I would like to know that I would like to think we know a lot about the routes, but we don't. It's hard to know all the 4,000, 5,000, I forget how many we're up to different FKTs and all the ins and outs. But if there's a block or road barrier or like with Lost Coast Trail, like tide may be up or something may be washed out, we don't know. So do your homework, go do the route yourself do different points, um, know what's going on because we like to know that we are a resource and a guide, but just like everything else that's crowdsourced, there might be some inaccuracies. We're not perfect people. So, um, but another thing that I saw this year that I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about is how many people did charity work or fundraisers or awareness on all of their FKTs and giving back in other ways, you know, we do so much on the lands, running and other things, but doing trail maintenance, doing fundraising, donating to the trails that we use. Um, I think a great example is who you had on the podcast, Alex Falconer and Claire Gallagher and Boundary Waters, like the route that he did and the homework and just how much love he has and passion 
for that area um, and being an advocate for it. You know, we spent so much time on trails, you know, give back, do your way to do something about it. You know, FKTs are free, but the money would spend on a race, use it towards giving back to the land and being grateful and knowing the history. Yeah. He, and what he did on long trail last year. Um, I mean, it's amazing that, you know, doing it for a cause. And I feel like it gives you that motivation where you're struggling or why am I doing this? You have that reason why that's keeping you going and, and inspiring others to do the same and know what resources are out there. Yeah. Many races, many races require some of the longer races require trail work, uh, commitment or, uh, volunteering at aid stations. And we don't do that, but, um, you can do that on your own, uh, as part of the celebration of your FKT. And if you have any questions or want to know, or if you need me to do the research and help you, by all means, feel free to email me. Well, I personally think people are going to just keep doing what they've been doing with FKTs all along, which is, is, um, doing things that are personally meaningful to themselves, doing things that are, you know, in their own area, things they would trails or other routes that they'd like to highlight in their local area, things that uh, mesh well with their uh, interests or uh, skill sets. And um, I always find that really neat to see. I, I want to know what's happening down there in Georgia because I don't live there and it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And doing things that are personally meaningful will automatically generate the most interesting stories. Um, like, like that, uh, woman you interviewed about the Smokies, uh, the Smokies, I don't even remember what they call that red line, um, who wrote a book about her experience there. And, and her love for the Smokies and for, you know, she was involved with search and rescue there and what the Smoky Mountains area has meant to her over her lifetime. Really inspiring. Well, and she raised, what, over tens of thousands of dollars for the Smoky Mountain National um, Park, which is incredible and a beautiful area that, you know, it shows you it just takes one person, one idea to get something going. So... Um, along those themes, I see more women taking over all FKTs and continuing their rise and, and just equalizing the amount of opportunities out there, which is, is great to see. And also, I think we'll see more longer attempts. I think um, there's rumblings about more AT um, attempts going on now that it's opened up. And so that will be very interesting to see. Um I mean, who knows? I feel like every year you don't know what to expect, but I'm very excited to see what people come up with and just different routes. And I mean, just like with the Colorado um, mountains, you know, Paul linking everything up, like what creative way are people going to be self-powered and kind of think outside the box to do their, the normal FKT. You know, we thought, Oh, doing all the 14ers is cool but linking them all up, like who would have thought it, that was possible? Yeah. So one, 
One of the trends that we failed to mention that came up, I think, during the pandemic and continues is people going a little bit more self-contained because they wanted to be responsible about not spreading the virus around. And um, so Pavel was an example, although he did shop in supermarkets, but I think he only spent two or three nights uh, not sleeping on the ground out of that whole thing. And another one was um, Art Brody, who hiked the entire Arizona Trail completely unsupported. So he did a 28-day hike in the desert without any form of resupply at all, other than getting water from stock tanks and natural sources. Yeah, he just carried a, <laughs> probably as much food as he could put on his back and maybe lost some pounds. Um, but yeah, very pure style. Uh, I, my understanding was he didn't even use the, um, the water caches that are put out by so-called trail angels. He only used stock tanks and natural water sources. And um, yeah, it's the longest hike in terms of the number of days that I think I've ever heard of uh, completely unsupported. Yeah, I think he had a pretty heavy pack. And I, I remember um, our friend Paul Pomeroy, when he did the Colorado Trail 500 miles, not 800, um, unsupported many years ago, he lost like 20 pounds and he was a little skinny guy. <laughs> so it's kind of a trade-off between losing, carrying a bunch of stuff on your back and losing uh, body mass. Yeah. And to me, it just sounds totally miserable. So maybe you should have Art on the podcast. We could find out what his story is. Did you all think that it would be as big as it is today? That FKT would be its own entity into Webster's Dictionary? And I mean, I don't know if it is really, but to know that that's just total nomenclature, like, oh, are you doing a race or an FKT? What's going on this weekend? We've never really been, um, you know, trying to do anything other than than that and provide a forum for people to, you know, have their accomplishments recognized and they're there to report the cool routes that they're doing. Um, so, you know, from a business perspective, maybe it's not the best, uh, the best approach, but, um, that's what turned us on me. And I think buzzed and I could say the same for our, for Jeff as well. Um, so, yeah, we just, and the fact that it has grown is certainly very rewarding to me. And the fact that we were able to provide something during the pandemic that really, I think a lot of people uh, really appreciated, I think it, for, for me, that's just been very rewarding. Yeah. And of course, none of us could have predicted the pandemic, which, um, you know, increased <laughs> our website traffic massively. Um, in a way that was uh, unforeseen and difficult to manage at first, um, but we figured out how to how to overcome some of those challenges. Plus, it's it's expanded our you know community, so we're not just talking amongst the three of us, and um, it's a lot more lively exchange and ideas, and um, so I like that aspect of it too. No, I just wanted to thank you guys for providing this service. And um, as many people know, like introducing me to my husband and providing an outlet for us and to explore. And anytime we're in a new state, we'll look up, well, 
What's the FKT? What are local trails? What is something fun to do? And it is cool to see people going after FKTs on vacation and, and just having that resource, you know, being up there with all trails and guides. Hey, what, what is the FKTs around here? And, you know, we're, I'm forever grateful. And I know I speak on behalf of the FKT community for creating this just as a fun project, just out of love. So that's what I do. And, you know, good luck to everyone that goes after FKTs and, you know, keep after it. The good work.